I was just going to say, Mary's putting it nicely. Guard someone that gets a lot of touches, a.k.a. guard one of the best players on the field. <laughs> Lol. It depends. It depends. <laughs> I love this question. If the 2022 Radiants were an animal, what animal would they be? And why? I think I'm going to pick an ant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, hear me out. <laughs> okay, but they can lift like a bajillion times their body weight. I don't know the actual stat. And they work together so well. One of them just can be smushed and whatever. But when there's like a million of them, <laughs> they can do all sorts of crazy things. So is David Allison our queen aunt who like... <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Raleigh Pulpit Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Mead. We're here to connect you with the players and personalities of North Carolina semi-professional Frisbee. Today we're excited to talk to two rising stars for the Raleigh Radiance in Tyler Smith and Mary Rippey. Friends, how's it going? It's good. So great. <laughs> Wait, did I say personalities wrong? What did I just do? Oh, your personalities are right. Okay. I'm just adding some flair to, to your monologue. Sorry. <laughs> great. Thanks for that. It's super not distracting. All right. We're already off to a great start. So I'm super excited to get into it. Before we get into it, let's talk a little about who you are off the field. So just very briefly, kind of what do you do outside of the Radiance, as well as kind of like other like favorite things you do or other stuff you do outside of ultimate. So we'll start with Tyler. Outside of ultimate currently, I don't do much. <laughs> Frisbee is pretty all consuming at the moment, which is how I would like it to be. I am starting grad school in August. I just recently got in. I'm going to school to get a master's in social work. I'm pretty excited about that. But until then I'm going to have a Frisbee dedicated summer, which will be a lot of fun. Where did you get into school? University of North Carolina, Charlotte. So I'll be moving home to Charlotte. That's where my family is. It's okay. It's only a two hour commute. <laughs> no stress. Okay. You made us um, nervous there. Thank you. <laughs> lots of walks with my dog. I'm really into ice cream. So I spend a lot of time consuming ice cream and lots of time at the gym. It's <laughs> about it. <laughs> Perfect. And Mary? Well, I'm a paid search analyst, which sounds super boring, but I think it's super fun. Every time you see a paid search ad pop up on Google, there's someone like me behind the scenes just willing you to click on it so that they can like get positive data points. So that's what I do. Yeah, I also like Tyler. I also like go to the gym a lot. I think it's fun. And I started getting into bouldering recently. Some folks on our team are really good at climbing. So it's been fun to go with them. But yeah, climbing is the only way that I can like actually get any sort of like upper body strength or training in because I just won't do it. <laughs> I was about to ask, what is y'all's favorite day at the gym? I I don't know. My block right now is leg and arms in one day. So it's like they're all the same. They're all equally as exhausting and fun. I had a climbing phase as well, but with my broken foot currently, I can't like toe anything. So it doesn't work very well. So I have fallen out of climbing. But I feel like everybody at Frisbee picked up a climbing bug during the pandemic. <laughs> no, really. Yeah. Tyler and I have the same like foot injury, basically, but it does hurt when you climb. Yeah. Um, that's why I think I've kind of just like gone to leaning on the outside of my ankle and just being like, you can take all this load. Just take it all. <laughs> I mean, I, I do a lot of leg day stuff. I just like explosive movements, which isn't surprising. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I like. Mary used to be, you have some record. Yeah. Weren't you really into lifting back in New York? Yeah, I was super into lifting, which does not translate well in the Frisbee field. When all you do though, is like power lift for two years. And then you try to run during a tournament. It's like, 
you're super fast for maybe two sprints. And then it's like, oh God, <laughs> no more. <laughs> when you get a D in those two sprints, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, that's perfect for the pro level. We'll get there in a second for sure. All right. And then we should also do a quick rundown of where you're from. And then naturally, of course, how you got into Ultimate because that's obviously really important. So Tyler, where are you from and how did you end up here? And of course, again, how did you get in Frisbee? I am from Charlotte, North Carolina. Both of my parents, as well as my grandfather, went to UNC Chapel Hill. And I thought that I didn't want to go there, but it's such a great school and a great area and a beautiful campus. So when I toured it, I realized that I did want to go there, which is where I found Pleiades and how I ended up here because Jesse Jones is incredible. Yes, she is. And Mary? Actually, I found Ultimate because I went to the same high school as Sadie Jazerski. And she was trying to rally some of her friends to play on the women's high school state team. And so I was like one of those friends who went to four practices, couldn't do a single thing and then went to States. (laughs) Yeah. And then when I got to college, I went to NYU first, the group of women there were just really open and welcoming and yeah. So I decided to to keep playing and keep playing once I got to UNC. I think I got much more interested in a Frisbee once you go to like a Frisbee school. So. So how many years did you do at NYU before you came to UNC? I did two years at NYU and then I did three years at UNC. Why did you transfer? Oh, what a question. NYU, the social life is a lot about being out on the town. And if you know me, I'm like not the person who's raging out on the town at night. And also it's like a little lonely. Yes, there's a ton of people, obviously jam-packed in the city, but there's just not a lot of interconnectivity. And it wasn't necessarily what I wanted for an undergrad experience in general. And UNC cannot be more different than NYU. And I, I appreciate them both for very different reasons. And I'm, I'm glad I got both experiences, but yeah, I'm glad I graduated from UNC for sure. Now you never said where you're actually from. So sorry. I'm from New Jersey. Perfect. All right. Mary from New Jersey and Tyler too long, two hour away, Charlotte. All right. Some other questions before I want to get into all the radiant stuff. Actually, can you each go real quick into like, what's your role in the ultimate field? So those who don't know you guys, um, when they go to watch a radiance game, where are they going to see on the field? What is your strengths as a player? Tyler? Yeah, uh, I'm a defensive cutter. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, I was like, that's not true. (laughs) Uh, Historically, I have been an O-line handler. That is looking a little bit different this year. I'm doing some D-line exploring that, but definitely handling throwing the disc far. (laughs) Yes, and we got to watch you do that a little bit this past weekend. We'll get into that shortly. Okay. And then Mary? Um, I'm certainly a D-line player through and through. Yeah, I think generally I will guard someone who gets a lot of touches for the most part. And then, I don't know, I think my offensive role just depends on what everyone else is doing on the field. Like I'm happy to make space for people and I'm happy to try to bail someone out if the stall count gets high. And then other than that, ideally, I would love to just make big space cuts and then give someone a disc really fast. I was just going to say, Mary's putting it nicely guard someone that gets a lot of touches, aka guard one of the best players on the field. <laughs> well, it depends. It depends. <laughs> nice. This is why you guys get along so well, because Tyler just wants to bomb it and Mary wants to go catch him. It's fine. Yes, yeah. And we exactly. never the same line. It's so tragic. We got out there once this weekend. Yeah, we did. We did. Tyler threw me a, wait, the past game weekend or? Yeah, we were on one line together this past weekend. Okay. Yeah. That was fun. That's nice. And at tryouts. 
I did get to tell you one that you probably have a nice scar from on your elbow. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor threw me a bomb because I think someone was like accidentally fronting or something like that. And she threw it so freaking far. And my, I don't know, my legs were like tired. And I was like, gosh, darn it. If I don't catch this, she won't throw it to me ever again. <laughs> Well, we're glad you caught it. And this is not a visual medium. So those of you who don't know, that is a nasty rip on Mary's like right elbow. <laughs> Great. On that note, actually, Mary, I need you to explain to the audience, are you a lefty or a righty? Because we've had some discussion about this and we're trying to understand. Yeah, I actually don't quite know. I think the goal would be to be a lefty. <laughs> who also has an arsenal of right-handed driving throws. So I think what I throw depends on the situation. I really like my round lefty flick, and I really like driving backhands on both sides down a field. It just depends, you know, what's going on and what the wind's doing. So. And does that ever hurt you when like defenders will call travels on you? And that's not actually true just because you used. I have never once been called a travel on mostly because I am so preoccupied with not traveling. I feel like I turn the disc over because I'm so preoccupied with making sure that my pivot foot is set in the proper area. And I swear no one would ever notice if I traveled because when I first started, I would travel all the time and no one said a single thing, but that's just for my own moral reasons. I don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to like cheat. (laughs) Anti-cheating. Okay, we like that on this team. Tyler, I also want to have a quick question about your parents. So who knows the radiance better, you or your parents? (laughs) That's a fair question. (laughs) It's probably a close toss-up. They definitely know a lot about the team. They come to pretty much every game that is feasible to come to. And my dad has (laughs) theory thoughts about Frisbee, and he thinks eventually we'll be moving into running football plays from a line of scrimmage with cutting routes. And <laughs> he's got a, a whole playbook worked up. <laughs> That's a hot take. Okay. We're Maybe. Twitter, but... <laughs> yeah. We definitely see your parents around a lot. And I, my understanding is they're basically super fans. So yeah, they're great. They are incredibly supportive and know probably every player on the team's name and where they're from. And I don't know what team they played on. They definitely knew all of Pleadies. <laughs> yeah. They were awesome. I feel like they went to a ton of Pleiades stuff and then would bring us all goodies too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, really cool. They were at Atlanta and they came all the way up to New Jersey last year. They were here this weekend as well. Fantastic. Mary, also very quickly before we get into the PUL, do you want to introduce us to your cat at all? Oh man, I think he is on the prowl outside. I don't actually think he's here, but I would introduce him. He doesn't have much to say. So I, I don't know. <laughs> you, can, you can just talk about your cat a little bit. I don't know. Lines. I got a video this morning of him talking quite a bit, Mary. <laughs> so, yeah. My cat, I feel like you look at him. He's like kind of a bigger black cat. You would think that you would have like a deep voice, like a deep cat voice. And then you hear him and he's like, hello, I'm Boba. And he's just like really high up there. <laughs> at least that's my interpretation of it. But no, he's a good one. He's kind of like a little dog. So we love Thanks. him. Someone else thought they owned him for a while or you put a tag on him to. Yeah. Yeah. So he's allowed to roam around our apartment complex here in Fique Verena. Shout out to Fique. And apparently his tag came off. And so he would try to slash has successfully broken into people's apartments and people would just feed him. And like, I don't know, (laughs) every now and then I would get a resident ask if that was my cat because he'd be following me and then tell me a story about how he's been like feeding my cat for like a month. I was like, oh, that's really cool. But please don't let him in your home. (laughs) 
Yeah. That's terrifying. All right. I'm glad my dog doesn't do that, but we'll keep going. All right, let's get into the PUL. So this is what we're actually here for. This is the Raleigh Pro Ultimate Podcast. So as of this recording is currently April 11th, and we're currently two on the O on, on the season, having destroyed the Atlanta Soul in our week one kind of season opener. And then for our home opener, we just beat the DC Shadow 17 to 16 this past weekend. So a couple of questions already as we kick off the season. First question, who's the MVP of the Raleigh Radiance so far? Tyler, I want to be clear. It's not who do you think at the end of the season who's the MVP? I'm saying through the first two games, who's been the most valuable player? We've had one for each game. Does it have to be the same? Absolutely. That's fine. Okay. The DC game, I think I would pick J-Way. She had some super clutch run through Ds and hasn't played Frisbee in what, like three years or something and just came out and like blew up some unders. This is the way. (laughs) Yeah. It was funny watching back the stream. I think Eric Taylor was talking about how they didn't mention her and people to watch in the pre thing. And as he's saying that, she like gets a run through D and then scores on bookends with a box out catch in the end zone. I think she had some critical Ds in that game. What about the first game? Well, our O line didn't play for the whole third quarter, so it can't be an O line player. (laughs) That's a stat right there. Mary, you have anything? That whole game was just a blur. Like, I know Caitlin is sometimes like, oh, I black out when I play Frisbee. But truly, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm guarding Marie the whole time. I don't know what is going on. Yeah. I have no idea. (laughs) I feel like it's got to be you or Dawn for just, like, running around with Marie all game. I mean, that's, like, their biggest weapon. And she was not able to do as much as she could do. And that's Marie Privier, right? We're going to try and use full names. Yeah. She's um, really good. <laughs> yeah, she's really good. She's super explosive and can also throw. All I remember is watching Carmen kind of run an offense with you, Tyler, and then maybe like with someone else. I don't know if that's like an MVP kind of thing, because I think everyone contributed pretty equally in that game. There were just like a lot of opportunities to contribute, but I do remember Carmen having really good moments. Yeah. Also, Claire BC, it was her first game with us. Yeah. And she did really well on the O-line when they played. Yeah. And DA had a lot to say about Claire Brigadier Curtis as well. So that's yeah. really like for her to get some shine. And she's originally from the Atlanta area. We're excited to spotlight her at some point in the next month. I, I, yeah. yeah. I feel like every practice and every game, she's just improving. It's very fun to see her figure out the systems. Yeah, for sure. She's drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> she should. Let's flip it though. Do you have a scariest player that you've played against so far? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Cammy Groom. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry to interrupt you, Tyler, but yeah, I've been thinking about that. <laughs> what made Cammy so scary besides everything? I feel like I feel like when we get practice, like when we get reps on D in practice, we have a lot of like big players on our O-line who we play against. And so personally I've started getting a little more familiar with how these players play. But I normally don't match up against someone who's really quick and also is just a little bit bigger than me. And so matching up against someone who is just so quick, I don't always recognize when they change direction. That's a little scary to me when I really just want to like control a situation, I guess. She's really good. If you didn't know. Yeah. Tyler, what about you? I think the scariest players for me are ones that threaten poach deep because I'm always looking at the deep space. So Marie would be one of those because she's just flying everywhere. I think Ashley Buke on DC is another one because she's incredible as well, especially in the deep space. Erica Bacon is 
also an incredible handler. It's probably the scariest for me, at least. Sure. On any of the teams, it could be our team or the other teams. Is there any player that surprised you? Oh, man, there was Soju Hukari. I think that's how you pronounce it. But I was really impressed with her. I remember her from when we played Ozone with Phoenix at Regionals. And she was playing for Seoul this year. She and Marie got a lot of touches and she kind of ran the backfield. I also am under the impression that she's a very young player. And so to have that much responsibility kind of put on you and she was executing breakthroughs really well. That was really impressive to me. I think I matched up against her a couple of times and my whole idea was just like, okay, if she doesn't get in the backfield, we'll be in a better position. It just says a lot when the whole thing is like, if you just have to eliminate this player and then everything will be like a little better. So shout out to her. Sure. Tyler, anyone who surprised you? I feel like we did a lot of scouting for DC, so it wasn't surprising, though they are incredible and impressive. None of it, like, surprised me. Maybe Kat, I haven't, I think she's from the mixed division, played on Dragon with Mex, I think, maybe. So I haven't, like, seen her in person, and I thought she played really well in our DC game. She did a lot of the initiating first unders, and kind of similarly, we were like, let's try to stop that is getting to her first and we'll be in a better spot. Last question, just looking at these first two games, do you have a personal highlight for maybe you or one of your teammates that you want to shout out before we move into looking ahead? What's your personal highlight so far been in the season, Mary? <laughs> I don't want to hype myself. Do it. <laughs> no, I refuse. I won't do that. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I, I want to highlight people who aren't already in the media spotlight. So can I say two, if that's okay? Because one is, one is about Sue. I literally just watched which apparently I wasn't paying attention at all <laughs> in our DC game, but I just watched this clip of her getting this massive breakside block on DC in our game that, again, I didn't realize that happened. That was super hype. It's like hard to throw yourself around when you're that high off the ground. So super cool. I think like, honestly, the other thought that comes to mind, I thought Caitlin Gross had a really good first game in Atlanta she distributed the disc really well and got open really well and made some really good reads. I think there's something about going a little deeper than just being able to execute our systems, but actually having the understanding of why we do what we do and being able to adhere from what we just practice day in and day out to make the correct reads. And I think she made some really good reads in that game. Perfect. Tyler? I will hype myself up, sort of. <laughs> I'll give you two. One is that I got to throw a bomb huck to Mex, which is just, I don't know, seeing her join the roster and then wiggling my way I enjoyed that onto... play so much. Having just interviewed <laughs> Sarah and then like, all right, let's see how she does the team. And then watching you pick up and just bomb it to her. I was like, oh, we're going to get to watch this all season. This is going to be so much fun. So yeah. I, I don't think that is overplayed at all. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. Okay. Oh, and then the second yeah. one. Let's see the second one. I think Emma Peasley in the DC game. I don't know if there's a specific highlight, but she did a lot of shutdown handler D on one of their best handlers and then working the disc in end zone sets with us really well. I'm really excited to have more of the season to develop that with her. It's very fun to play with her because she is really good and has a really wide throwing arsenal. Lots of breakthroughs and windows are open. We have a breakdown of stats and our first hold against DC was 30 throws or something crazy. And it was just like an end zone set with me and Emma and oh my gosh. Alex and like Max bumps in at some point, but just the patience and consistency. It's just a little bit more mini. What can we say? Yeah. 
So I've been wanting to do this every pod I've ever done, and I'm excited to finally get started with Mary and Tyler. Before we get into some other stuff, I would like our next little segment to be what I'm going to call a PUL team draft. So here's what's about to happen. I'm going to share my screen and show you guys a list of all the teams in the PUL currently. There are 12 teams total. We're not going to allow the radiance in the drafts. You can draft our team, not allowed, but we're going to make our own division of four teams. Okay. And at the end, we're going to ask you, the audience, who did you think was the better division, division Mary or division Tyler? All right. So you're drafting for the best. I'm going to flip a random coin and Mary's going to go first, but we're going to snake it. Mary, you're going to draft a team. And then Tyler, you're going to draft two teams and then Mary will draft two teams. And we'll go down until we get to the last one. And then Mary, you'll get the last team. Does that make sense? Okay. We're going to so get four each. So you'll get four each. Correct. And you cannot choose the radiance. Any questions? Okay. We're going to see who can build the more competitive, more interesting division. All right. Who can go second to radiance? You cannot draft the radiance. <laughs> All right. So number one pick, you want the most competitive division possible. Mary, which PUL team do you take? I'm certainly going with DC first. I heard that they only had three practices before our game, and I think we're pretty good. So I'd bet on them. Be super competitive in the long run. Okay. Number one, DC. All right, Tyler, you get two more picks. You get to take the number two and the number three seed. Who are you taking? It's got to be Revo and Monarchs, I think. Interesting. Okay. Explain. Well, I agree that DC would be my first pick as well. So nice work, Mary. I think Revo just historically is a powerhouse. And they also just picked up... Leanne Hoffman? Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> 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 okay, that's chill, whatever. Yeah, they picked up Leanne Hoffman, so so yeah, Revo's got to be number two. I'm really, really excited to play them. And then and the then, Monarch's number three, though. Yeah, I think New York last year would have been number three, but DC basically scalped all of their people. They made like a power team of New York and DC from last right. year. And Monarchs won the other division <clears throat> last year and they won their first game against Pride this year. And they have Austin Pruka who plays for Phoenix with us. So oh so we have our own too so we're biased. I totally exactly yeah fully involved with that. Okay Mary who are you taking four and then five? Okay. So it's kind of a toss-up to me between gridlock and rising. I mean, it seems like obviously Gridlock has lost some folks to DC this year, but they also gained two really good players from Ohio. I'm curious about what they would do. I think I'm going to spice it up, though. I think I'm going to go rising. Well, but you get two because we're snake drafting. And I get two. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I I might. Okay. I'm going to go rising and I'm going to be real bold and go nightshade. Over the Gridlock. Yeah, because I really like Jesse Schaffner, and I hope she gets whatever she wants in life. Was she at the game that just happened? They just got beat by Indy. Yeah, I did see that. I did see those results. I think I got to put my faith in it. Was she there, though? Do you know? I haven't watched I don't it. Know. Yeah, no, I don't know. You're making me second guess myself, though. No, it's already locked in. You can go back. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay, Tyler, fine. <laughs> Okay, so that puts Mary with DC, Portland, and Nashville with one. You'll get the last pick after Tyler's done. And then Tyler, you've got Revo, Monarchs, and then who are your next two picks? What are you going to round up your division with? Still on the table, we should tell everyone. So still on the table, we've got Minnesota Strike, obviously the New York Gridlock, the Austin Torch, the Columbus Pride, and the Indy Red. I just, it's hard to know if Austin's going to be good because they haven't played anything in so long. That's a tough one. They're in our division this year. 
I heard that Columbus had a really, really small roster for some reason at their game that they just got beat at. So I wonder if they'll look better come later in the season. Mm-hmm. And Indy just beat Nashville. Portland's got Zoe on it, though. So how do you not pick Portland? Um, I already picked Portland. Oh, you already picked Portland. Okay. Yeah, that's why I picked Portland. <laughs> oh, you stole Zoe. I know. <laughs> I'm glad we picked our own. I'll go Indy since they just beat Nashville. Okay. And you're not taking New York. Don't push her. Don't push her on it. it yeah. New York will be my final pick. I'm sorry, Mary. I think I screwed you up. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's okay. All right, Mary, who's your last team? So still left on yeah. the table, Columbus, Pride, Austin Torch, and the Indy Red. And Minnesota Strike. Yeah, I'm kind of in- interested in Minnesota only because I really don't know very much about them. I'm just going to look over their roster really fast. Um, yeah, and I'm just, I don't like to shade anybody, but I will say, PUL, we need you to update your website with the new team <laughs> rosters because we th- I thought we could just click on these and have the rosters, but they're currently all the 2020 or 2021 rosters. So yeah. just saying, we, we would appreciate it, but that's all good. Well, it, it looks like I don't know too many people on Minnesota, which I mean, doesn't say much, but I just don't have any information to go off of. So I guess I'll have to lock in Columbus. I think I'll go Columbus. <laughs> All right, so we'll leave it up to the fans. We'll throw a poll out when this pod comes out. Which division do you like more? Division Rippy, which has the DC Shadow, the Portland Rising, the Nashville Nightshade, and the Columbus Pride, or the Smith Division, which includes Rebel Pro, the Milwaukee Monarchs, Indy Red, and New York Good Luck. So we'll let the fans decide. I would probably think, personally, think Tyler might have a better division. But uh, we'll decide. So thank you for taking part in my first PUL team draft. This was fun. On the note of other teams. So can you guys name, it can't be a former Radiance player, but name one player that you would most want to trade for on another team. It can't be a former Radiance player. And not be a former Radiance player. Zoe, come back. Nope. (laughs) What is Zoe's last name? Hecht. Zoe Hecht. All right, Tyler, who do you want? Oh, that's tough. There's so many good people on DC. It's hard to pick one. (laughs) Mary, do you have one you want to start? Yeah, I'm just quickly looking at these rosters. I would love to play. (laughs) I don't know why I'm like fangirling so hard over Jesse Schaffner today, but I would love to play with (laughs) Jesse Schaffner. Having someone who obviously can gen- can play D and then generate space and then has big hucks to continuation cutters, AKA me would be really nasty. And I would really enjoy that. Absolutely. Yeah. Jesse currently plays for the Nashville nightshade. So we'll be seeing her very, very soon in our next home game at the end of the month, as well as I think it's a cool data point for people to know. Jesse was also the first female player to play a professional ultimate game. She played, well, she was the first person to be fully rostered for a full season. She played for the Nashville uh, night watch back when that was a pro team in the AUDL. We should caveat the first actual woman player to be rostered for a game was actually Jesse Jones for the Raleigh Flyers back when they were called the Raleigh Flyers. But anyway, okay, Tyler, who you got? Who would you trade for? I think Erica Bacon is very tempting because she's really good, but I like playing and I think I would ride the bench if Erica Bacon was on my team. (laughs) So I think I can't pick her. Oh my god. That's strategic. I totally agree with this decision. Okay. So, so I think you. instead I'll pick a deep receiver and say Ashley Buke <laughs> because 
I would love to hug a deep dash Lebuke and she seems like an incredible person and she's so good at defense and I don't know anything. So you wouldn't yeah. replace yourself, but you would place Mary is what you're trying to say. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this. No, I really, I should pick Jesse if I want to replace Mary, right? Oh my god. No, no, that's like no 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 because I'm not usually the one doing the throwing deep. Okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? Maybe. Like I don't normally collect an under and boost yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Unless someone's super open. Maybe Cammy would replace you. I don't know. Yeah, Cammy would easily replace you. <laughs> <laughs> there is like no no question. All right. My next question is I love this question. Uh if the 2022 radiance were an animal, what animal would they be and why? Mary. Oh gosh. The immediate thing that came to mind was a pack of lions, but maybe that's because I just am so excited for everyone. And I think that they're just like so cool and aggressive, but also carry themselves in a way that I just respect so much. And that's what I think about when I think about lions, but I don't know if that's the actual identity. That's just me being really invested in everyone. (laughs) No, I love that. I think that's really cool. Tyler, what about you? Can I add something about Ashley? Absolutely. Um, oh, keep going. <laughs> I got to play with her at beach tryouts last year. So I got like a taste of what I could just throw up anything anywhere <laughs> and she would chase it down. Um, and she's, yeah, just, she's just great. <laughs> okay. Back to what animal we would be. I feel like it needs to be a bird, right? Aren't we? Uh, bird themed around here it could be it doesn't have to be you could pick an animal that's really fast you could pick an animal that's really smart you could pick an animal that's that's really nimble or maybe something that attacks in packs or is that your lion with a pack i think the lion one's really good because it's like the idea of like we're a group of like it's just a group of badass women right and lions are badass so like i think i'm gonna pick an ant Hear me out. Okay, but they can lift like a bajillion times their body weight. I don't know the actual stat. And they work together so well. One of them just can be smushed and whatever. But when there's like a million of them, (laughs) they can do all sorts of crazy things. They build this crazy structure together down under the ground and they can carry giant pieces of food back to each other. They're very, I guess, or a bee is similar. Maybe that's less funny. A bee. So is David Allison our queen ant who like. I just think we succeed because we buy into the team, right? We buy into the fact that everyone has this Frisbee superpower and we try to figure out how we can best highlight that Frisbee superpower on the field for each individual person. So while each one of us can do cool things, when we put it all together correctly, we can do really cool things together. So some animal that highlights that. No, the ant's perfect. Queen David. It's perfect. Queen David, perfection. Getting out to the other coast, of course, there's also the Western Ultimate League. And I'm just curious, do you have one WL team that you would most like to play in an exhibition game? Mary. I know this is a fun one, right? Because I I mean, there's some really cool teams out there that would be really fun. Their branding is like the best of any of the leagues, too. I'm going to jump in because I've been watching a ton of the WL games, but the Sidewinders are super interesting to me. I just they have a ton of fantastic athletes and it seems like their throwers just have a lot of power on their throws. And I'm just super curious to see how that would work against us. And they just seem like they're also very cohesive as a personality group and as a playing unit. And I just be like, I'd just be excited to play them. They seem really cool. Can we also take pictures with their snake? 
<laughs> please. Yeah. And for those who don't know, you have to go check out the Arizona Sidewinders. Their social, when they introduced their team, was all the players with these crazy snakes around. It was like the most badass thing I've ever yeah, seen from a It was cool. Player. I think I would pick Seattle because they're 3-0 and and I want to play the best. Yep. Can't disagree. I would love to see that. So on the other side, coming back to the PUL, it's 2023 and you two collectively get to pick a place to put a new PUL franchise. Where do Mary and Tyler want a new PUL franchise? <laughs> Feel free to debate. Should I say something really hot? Uh, yeah. I would say Colorado, but there have has obviously been some backlash against whether or not to have a team in Colorado, but were that to be agreed upon, I think it would be cool to get to play a Molly Brown contingent in a PUL season, but I don't know if I see that happening anytime soon. Colorado would be cool. I haven't played Frisbee in Colorado, so I haven't gotten to experience what it's like to not be able to breathe yet. <laughs> yeah, because you, you hurt your thumb. Yeah, when I was went cast last time. Yeah. That's the only time I've ever gone. I feel like you'd really like it because the edge just holds on all your things forever. I was really excited. And then I broke my thumb. (laughs) I am not a good huck thrower, but I get to be a huck thrower. The couple tournaments I've been to cup for Colorado. It's great. So I I can't even imagine Tyler throwing in Colorado. I can't. (laughs) Although I don't know if I'm on D-line, that sounds hard to run. (laughs) It's really not that bad. You say so. I did like one sprint workout in my cast while we were there and I was dying. sucking air on the side. Um, Okay. So Tyler, do you agree that we should put this franchise in Colorado or do you have another place that we should put it in? Yeah, I think Colorado, there's like a lot of Frisbee talent there and I always want more chances to play good Frisbee. So last couple of questions, we got to get out some hot takes here and Mary, you're dating Saul. So if you don't have any hot takes about what's going on, I don't know what more to say. So Tyler, any, any cooking spicy takes? Radiance is going to win the PO. Not a hot take. Try again. Uh, Radiance beats whoever wins the WUL. Ooh, okay. Now we're cooking. Do you have any hot takes about who's going to be a championship weekend? Either of y'all? You know, I really just don't know the rankings too well. So I, I don't know who's to so go. So far, Monarchs beat Pride. We have beat Atlanta and DC. ND beat Nashville. I think that's all the games that have happened so far. Rebels I think tie. my hot take is that Atlanta is going to upset a team. Ooh, soul. Let's see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Got two segments left. So our next segment, of course, is our classic give and go. We're going to try and do some short questions. Well, some of them are not very short, but shorter questions and short answers. We're going to rip through a bunch of these and get to know you guys in a fast way. So Mary and Tyler, are you ready for some give and go? Ready? Yeah. It's my All right. thing to do. And we're going to go Tyler. <laughs> well said. Uh, and we're going to go Tyler and then Mary for each of these. All right. So first one, it's my favorite. It's a classic. Would you rather get the bidding under D to get the turn or, and you can choose to catch or throw the huge sky upwind for the score on universe? Okay. If it's on universe, well, first of all, if I'm throwing it, then it's not cool if it has to be a sky. That means I did not do my job. So I'll pick catching it. <laughs> this is the problem with you guys is you're so skilled that anything that's like, oh, someone had to sky it, it's not a good throw, which is true fundamentally, but ugh, not, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'll continue. pick catching, catching the sky on universe because it's something I never do. Although I've also never gotten a layout D, so <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool. <laughs> Mary? I... 
I'm not super tall, so I think like skying would be really, really cool. Anytime I can like jump and actually contact a disc, I'm like very happy about. So definitely that. Mary has enough layout D's on the under. She can pick something else. <laughs> what is your definition of a great teammate? For me, it's someone who's always looking to improve both themselves and their teammates and the team as a whole. Working like at practice and outside of practice and collaborating, just like a growth mindset. Yeah, I think for me, it would be someone who puts the team first and manages to instill confidence in their teammates. I think if I could just like elaborate quickly, I think like someone like Sarah Mextroth, I haven't known her too long, obviously at all, but the way that she talks to her teammates and the way that she's spoken to me as well, there's just an unteachable sense of self-confidence that she, I think, imbues in a lot of her teammates. And I'm just, I didn't realize how much I appreciate that in a teammate until she joined her team. So I hope she stays forever. <laughs> there was this really awesome moment this weekend. We do like a team circle before all of our games and get the feelings going and try to love each other before the game starts. And Max was sitting beside Grace and we were told to compliment the person sitting beside us. And Grace was just like in shock of this like incredible frisbee player giving her compliments because Grace is, I don't know how many years younger than her. She's what, like 20, 21? Yeah. Like <laughs> it was really cute. Grace's jaw just dropped open and Max was just like talking about watching her at college nationals and being really impressed with her. Yeah. And it's just like honest and authentic. It's nothing yeah. forced. It's nothing made up. She thinks really critically. I just really appreciate that. Yeah. And Mary, she had high praise for you on the last pod. So click or backhand. Click. Two-sided backhands, bilateral. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask lefty or righty if you said an answer. Honestly, I think, oh my God, like I lean on that righty backhand, but when I actually like feel good about my lefty backhand, it's a lot better than my right-handed, I think. But that might be a hot take. I don't know. This is the most complicated answer from a person for this question ever. <laughs> That's good. Fine. Scuba or hammer? Hammer. I don't, I can't throw a scuba. I can't throw either, but I'll throw like one yard scubers, two teammates in line. So I guess that. What is your favorite fan reaction at a game? Yeah, my family came to watch the Atlanta game and they hadn't seen me play since UNC in college. And I threw a throw, like I think I threw a break throw and I heard the whole sideline erupt. And I was like, all right, that's a cool fan reaction. (laughs) Yeah, it was really sweet. Tyler, your parents Um, come to every game, so I would hope there'd be some sort of fan reaction. I know. My dad's really pretty quiet. If he's reacting, it's usually because I did something bad. So (laughs) not that. (laughs) My mom makes a very distinct woo noise that you can hear on film (laughs) pretty frequently. It's very cute. Um, You can probably hear it in a poll if you listen real closely for it. Also, a lot of the high schoolers that I coached came out to the last game and came up and found me after and were like, wow, that was so cool. And we've been really working on being assertive and aggressive on the field. There were like so many layouts. I should lay out more. So that was pretty cute. Love it. Who inspires you? Yeah, I've got this locked and loaded. Don't you worry. I think two points. Okay, I hope this isn't taken as my whole life is Frisbee, but I'm going to pick two Frisbee people. One of them is Sarah Griffith. I think by the time I was Frisbee conscious, I always wanted to play with like her. And I think she's an awesome teammate based on what I've heard. Obviously, I've not met her in person, but I'm going to put a second one. And the second one is definitely Saul Yannick. I get to see him every day. He's a really good guy. So I'll do that. Tyler, keep going. I don't know. I am struggling to pick a single person. I think 
my whole team inspires me. We have like fun channels that we send all of our like out of practice workouts and lifts and all of that stuff in and people are grinding and it's like, that's what inspires me on days that I don't want to do something. They're working. So I should be too. Can I just add one more person since Tyler said that? I think based on what you said, Tyler, this season I've been especially inspired by Kayla Strick. I mean, we played with her on Phoenix, but she's new to our team on Radiance. And her desire to get better at defense and just be an incredible defender. She's one of the people who, when we match up, she plays like some of the best defense on me. And she constantly has a growth mindset. I think she's going to play super well this year. And she has been playing super well. Hamburger, hot dog, or tacos? Tyler, what's your gut? Hamburger. Well, cheeseburger with bacon and an egg. All the protein. Yeah, I'll go with hamburger, ton of ketchup and mustard. Your favorite offense to run is? Zono. Such a handler. Baby. Side stack when no one poaches. I appreciate I like that, that one too. Defense. Yeah, you need the <laughs> yeah. to something specific. Your favorite defense is? All right, handler D, but maybe that will change this season as I develop as a defensive player. I am a simp for just classic one-on-one when you're matchup kind of defense. Nothing sparkly about that. The most satisfying win you've had with an ultimate is? Last year... There were a lot of very satisfying wins. I mean, I like won college nationals with Pleiades, which was very satisfying after five years of wanting that. But I think for me personally, the PUL win last year in the finals was the most satisfying. The Saturday game, our first game, I think was the worst frisbee game I have ever played in my life. I was so nervous. (laughs) And to like shake that off and come out and play really well felt really good. Yeah, I think I was injured and I didn't play in that game, but admittedly, that also feels like a really satisfying win to me. That and also I have a memory of a goldfish and the DC win to me feels so satisfying at the moment. So maybe all the yeah. PUL wins so far. Yeah. yeah. Last year, PUL win just kind of felt like the start of the North Carolina up. So yeah, definitely did. Yeah. Absolutely. What is the best post-game or post-tournament meal? Ice cream. Oh yeah, I'm with you. Ice cream. Your go-to spike on a big score is? So as an O-line player, I think you should score. So I just sit the disc down. <laughs> maybe I'll come up with a spike now that I'm on D-line. I really like what Ella does. I think she just holds the disc and shakes it and runs around in a circle. And for some reason, there's something about Ella doing that that lights something up in me. It's pretty hype. What is the best pregame tune to get you in the right headspace? Headband. I have a playlist called C4 that has eight songs on it that I just loop in my headphones during warm-ups because C4 is pre-workout and it's pre-workout for my ears, you know? That sounds like a Toro relic, honestly. Yeah, it's like DNA. You should have said Winnebago. Oh, Winnebago. Winnebago is definitely it for like a while. (laughs) Okay, I think right now it's Under the Sun by Dreamville. All right, and then our last one, I always do some sort of competition involving David Allison. Today, we're going to mix it up. And I want to know who can play better defense on the ultimate field, David Allison or Mike Denardis? (laughs) Um, Sorry, I have an immediate response to this. Sorry, Tyler. My immediate response is that they're both going to be handler defenders. They're both of a similar size, but Mike definitely has a little more like meat on his body. Like I know DA is like a quick kind of dude, but I'm going to I'm going to say maybe Mike. Well, I'll take DA. 
Tia chooses my playtime, so. Wow, that's a really good point. Can I? <laughs> no, no. There are some things I will erase from this interview, and that is not one of them. Oh, no. Good try. <laughs> I actually think I'd take Mike, though, our current assistant coach, if he's added to the mix. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. And then our last section, I always want to make sure you guys get a chance to shout out someone. This can be obviously Frisbee, non-Frisbee, whoever that looks like. So Mary, who's your shout out on the Raleigh Pro Ultimate Podcast season two? I feel like I've shouted out a a lot of folks. I think I want to shout out Lila Stanland. She and Tyler have been doing an incredible job captaining this year. And I play with her, you know, on the same line. And I know that she's being asked to play in roles that she's not used to as much on defense because she is incredibly talented in a lot of areas. Um, I'm really excited to continue to see her shut down some of the best handlers in the game and maintain a really, you know, we can do this attitude. And I distinctly remember she got a couple huge blocks in the Revo game back in 2019. And people just didn't know who she was back then, I feel like. And it was like, oh, who is this Lila Stanlin person? And I think the next time, and DA said this too, and I just think this is so true, that when we play Revo next month, I think before it was pretty intimidating. And a lot of y'all were like, oh my God, look, that's the Cardenas twins. Oh my God, that's Manuela. And now it's going to be like, oh yeah, we're right there with you. So, and I think Lila's a great example of that too. So, Because now a lot of us beat them on Molly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Lila took the... Manuela match up a lot. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen again, but I can say more things, but I won't. So I'll let Tyler, you know, say her choice. I think my shout out has to go to all of the volunteers that have helped at our game and then that will help at our future games, as well as our steering committee. There's like a ton of people that put in a lot of hours of work so that our season can happen. Judy, Jenna, Melly, Mike, Denise. Yeah, we really, really appreciate everything that they do for us. All right. This has been super fun. We hope everyone in the audience comes and checks out uh, our next games uh, for the Radiance. Our next game is on Saturday, April 30th at seven o'clock in Durham County Memorial Stadium. Really excited to have their first kind of real game in the stadium. So please come check us out playing the Nashville Nightshade. Should be a really fun one. We'll get to see Jesse Schopner in person. So that should be super, super killer. Mary's doing a little dance right now. Watch Mary fangirl. And then, of course, on the Flyers side, our season opener is also in Durham County Memorial Stadium. But the day before, on Friday, April 29th at 7 o'clock, we hope you come check us out. That'll be the championship kind of banner-raising game. We're going to do a bunch of celebrations from the 2021 season and, of course, kick it off against the Atlanta Hustle, who should be a pretty big rival for us and should make for an incredible game. They're going to come guns a-blazing and have a bunch of new signings. Khalif El-Salam in the house. We'll see how he matches up against our guys. So hope you guys come out to plenty more games. And of course, we've mentioned a bunch, but the Revo program is coming up on Tuesday, May 17th. It's a weeknight, but man, you have to get in the stands for that. That'll also be at Durham County Memorial Stadium. It's going to be absolute fire. So Tyler, Mary, thank you so much for being on the pod and we'll see you on the field all too soon. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. This is really fun.